and welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KLKC. I'm your host, Sean Fry. My guest today likes to take shots at me at his banquet <laughs> when he tries to thank me for helping him. Uh, Parsons basketball, boys basketball coach Anthony Houck. How you doing today, coach? I'm doing great. <laughs> just to give context, so we're at the bank. We're at your postseason banquet, which actually just <laughs> happened this past week. You had a postseason banquet for the last two groups of seniors. Yeah, uh, because you didn't get to have one last year because of COVID, and so you're you're up there thanking everybody. And I'm genuinely honored to be included in that list. But you you kind of roll through everybody, and you know you get to the media portion. You thank Scott, and then you're like. And then thank you to Sean Fry and the Parsons son. Sean likes to give his opinion. <laughs> you didn't take any shots at Scott. <laughs> no, no. Let me make sure I give the whole piece of what I said. I'm pretty sure I said Sean does a great job at covering us and giving his opinions. Yes. <laughs> Equally so. so. Yeah, so I threw that in there too. Uh, I don't deny that though. I'll, 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 I'll wear that. Uh, it's on brand. So let's talk about those banquets a little bit. First off, you had two seniors that um, "quote unquote" signed uh, that are going to go play at the JUCO level. You have Julius Smith Reese going to Labette and Silas Higgles going to Coffeyville. Two very good programs. Both of them were conference champions a year ago, and Coffeyville right. was a national championship. Yeah. You have two of your guys going to two of the better JUCO programs in the state of Kansas. Uh, what, what's kind of your reaction to that? I'm I'm just real happy for those guys, you know, and and that, it's not a, um, I mean, we've known it for a while. We just kind of put off the, you know, we, yeah, 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 back back during when they were deciding back during bas into basketball season, mm -hmm. you know, they were still kind of limiting group sizes and in the schools, and you know, we still, you know, we had the mask mandate and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, that's one reason why we just kept putting off our banquet, and putting off our banquet, and thought, you know, I'll wait till, just wait till summertime, and then that way we had a bigger. Mm -hmm. You know, when we when we get our try to get our whole team come from a class that they're in to the library or whatever, we don't always get all of them. And I thought, you know, we'll just do it at the banquet. Just get the photo op at the banquet, and yeah. and so yeah, it worked out. But I'm really happy for those guys. You know, I mean, Julius is just working. He's just worked really hard. And honestly, Julius is looking to play football there for a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. so then he, you know, Coach Stanford talked to him, and he thought Julius had just decided, you know, he want to stay here and play basketball. And I'm real happy. He's Joining Coach Stanford and the and the and the and the home team Cardinals here and, and Pierce, you know, right along with that, oh, yeah. and, and then Silas, you know, Silas, uh, Silas, uh, I'm just super happy for him going to going to Coffeeville. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, Julia, Julius in particular, I, I have always I thought for years he has maybe the best footwork, right? Of of maybe anybody, yeah. he may not be able to right. shoot forty percent from three or or jump as high as some of the guys that you've had, but in terms of his ability to use his feet to create angles, right. especially mid-range and shorter, he that's going to work well in college, and it and it'll mask a deficiency, which is probably his size. He's not the tallest kid, yeah. but his footwork, he'll get around people. And, yeah. and, and I mean, you he, use that all the time to your advantage. Yeah, he's he's just got a knack for the ball too, you know, and he just and he loves the game, and he's he's, I mean. He's not one bit afraid of, of hard work. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> there won't be many guys outwork him, you know, in the gym. So, yeah. or or in the gym or wherever he's at, weight room or whatever. I mean, he's mm -hmm. he's uh, he's he's been in, you know, the Cardinals gym, you know, LCC's gym's under construction right now. So, I mean, yeah. man, he's been in our gym and weight room a ton, just putting in work. And so is Silas. Silas has been in there too. The guys have been spending a lot of time in there, 
uh, just just uh, time leading up to now. So I hope they finish the summer out like that. I'll tell you what, he might have been in the Parsons gym anyway if that gym even at LCC wasn't under construction because they never had air conditioning in there. <laughs> so <laughs> basketball workouts in July in that gym are pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one thing that was obvious that I obviously want to address is in you, you said something that stood out to me. Okay. Um, at the banquet, which was, and, and I might be, I didn't hear all of this. So I want to make sure I get it right. You had trouble watching the film of uh, the last game of of Derek Williams's class, so that that loss to Rose Hill. Yeah, that so, that's tough. And you, I, I'll, the reason I brought that up is because you know I, I went through something similar when I was at K State, my junior year, the year we won the Big Twelve. Uh, we lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Kansas City. So yeah. essentially our ho- home game for us, and we right. lose in the first round to LaSalle. Yeah. Uh, we were a four seed, and we lost to a 13 seed. Right. Not a, ha- not a happy time, and because we had pretty big aspirations to make a pretty deep run that yeah. year. And I-, I could not watch basketball for about a month. Yeah. I mean, it- it's tough, especially you know, when you come off a heartbreaker like that. So I'm curious, you know, just take me through what your mindset was. You know, obviously, you know, watching film and always learning. I know you're always a good coach and trying to do all that. But I, I, I empathize with you when you said that. I was like, man, I might have never watched it. I might have yeah. made somebody else stab that game. And I did. I did watch the Rose Hill game. I did watch mm-hmm. other basketball games. Mm-hmm. The game in particular that I was talking about. And the reason why, the thing that led up to this is, you know, after, after our season ended there mm-hmm. and then – we came home and then the week later we were like, Hey, no, they're, they're like, Hey, no school. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> normally that's the week or two that I'm spending, you know, finalizing the season stats, getting ready for the end of the season banquet, you know, and then just transitioning into spring sports. And when they said, Hey, no more school or whatever they, you know, how I've tried to forget it. I just, I, I knew the one game I did not want to go back and watch was the Hayden game. The, the, Hayden the one game. that, he, yeah, the one that he got, the one that Dorit got hurt in and just, Gosh. And, uh, so, so yeah, when, 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 when I got to the end of the season of this year, right in the mm-hmm. season of 2021, after we got done at Lewisburg up there, I still had to go back and finish stats for the, stats for the year. 2020 year, because I hadn't done the Hayden game yet. And because, and then I, that's when I got to talking to Derek and mm-hmm. I said, man, I haven't even watched it yet. And he goes, me neither. You know, and and uh, so I just didn't want to watch him get hurt again. You know, I hated that. That was such a, I mean, you know, in so many ways, my yeah. heart just broke for him. Mm-hmm. My heart broke for our guys because they knew. I mean, they didn't know. I mean, you know, they still knew we had a chance. I mean, obviously, we went on to win the substation. Everybody was cognizant of yeah. how valuable he was. Yes, to that team. yes. I mean, he. I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> He's a special dude, man. And when a, you don't, it's hard to lose a twenty and ten guy. Yeah, when guard. you don't have him. Over. Yeah. So, and what was so one thing I'm working on at the Parsons Sun right now is I'm actually going to do kind of a long form profile on Dariq. and you know I'm essentially going to I mean I'm going to ask him directly you know how he felt in that moment and everything like that, but what you said stood out to me is that it still weighs on him, yeah. and I'll never forget. I remember that Hayden game, and I remember when he got hurt. You guys were way up, if I remember correctly. You guys were comfortably ahead to the point where that game was not really that much in doubt. Third quarter, about, about yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't that a lot of that crowd, the, the air got taken yeah, out of it. The, the whole gym, atmosphere yeah. in that gym changed, it did. and 
it made winning that game just feel different. It just, just icky. Yeah, icky yeah. is a good way to describe it. And I'll never. Because, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, but I know I know why it felt like that too. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't just our team; it was the whole community that knew basically what the potential of that team. They knew we could win it all. Yeah, you know, and and uh, healthy. You yeah, can win it all healthy. And I mean, it's a. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes and what the whole Chiefs Offensive kingdom line, did yeah. when when he hurt his knee. Everybody's like, "Uh oh, here we go." You know, I mean, you just know, and that's one of the pieces of winning a championship at any level in any sport is the team. You got to be healthy. healthy. Yeah. So, and what always what stood out to me was in that moment and in that in the final quarter and a half of that game when he when he came out of the locker room and Derek is sitting on the end of the bench with ice on his knee and crutches. You could just and you saw, I saw it because I'm looking around. Everybody's just looking at him. They're yeah. not even looking at the game anymore. Yeah. They're looking at him. And I wondered in that moment. I mean, he he was still a 17, 18 year old kid. Yeah. And he he's feeling an entire community staring yeah. at him while he's trying to process. Can I keep playing? Right. I had to have. I mean, that's just tough. And I'll, and then a moment. And we've we've been interacting for seven years. Probably the moment that stands out to me the most is I was do- we were doing our state preview interviews. We were previewing the Rose Hill game. We were sitting in that bench, which is maybe about 20 yards away from your classroom um, in Parsons High School. And we, we kind of had a talk about Dariq, and, and you talked about you know God's plan, and, and you used some scripture, and you, you, you tried to put it all in the context. But after you were done saying it, you kind of just looked at me like, and shook your head no, and you're like, it's not fair. Yeah, it's not. It's I mean, not it's not. Fair. It sucks, like, you know? It, 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 sometimes I don't even... That's something I struggle with sometimes is sometimes I feel like I get that life's not fair, but life shouldn't be that yeah. unfair. Right. And, and then, and then to, you know, to have him go through that again. He went through it again. And County, then yeah. it just, you know, man, my heart just hurts for him, you know? And my daughter went through that same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just... When you know that they have such a passion for, you, you know, I mean, basketball was Drake's passion, you yeah. know, volleyball was my daughter's passion and, and, or is my daughter's passion. And when she heard it and then she heard it again, you know, just, just, you know, mm-hmm. just, just, it, just my heart, you know, and I know our community felt the same way for any athlete that gets hurt. Your heart just hurts for them because they can't go do what they love right now in the, in their prime teen years, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, the thing about Derek too is he's such a he's an authentic soul, I think is a good yeah. way to describe him. Yeah. He's he, he doesn't he's not the most outgoing person. Right. But he doesn't hide much of, of what he thinks or how he is. He, right. he plays the game with a lot of energy and emotion, which I love to watch. He's a fun yeah. player to watch. Yeah. And what is and I mean, personally, he's always like been one of the nicest kids to me too. I mean, oh, of yeah. all the players I've covered, he he he's a he's a Sean Fry fan, which I can always get behind. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your daughter's injury and how you kind of dealt with that from a family perspective. But we gotta go to break real quick. You want to stick okay. around? Oh yeah. All right. We'll be right back with more Anthony Halka, Parsons boys basketball coach. Uh, when we come back here on the War Room, don't go anywhere. And we're back here on the War Room with Parsons boys basketball coach Anthony Halk. I'm your host Sean Fry, uh, Coach Halk. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, when I knew you were coming in on the show uh, today was uh, more of a family matter, and that's your daughter, Kirsten Houck. She's about to be a junior in high school, but she has only played, I think, one athletic season 
because she got a full volleyball season in her freshman year, and then the first or second game of her basketball season in her freshman year, she tore her ACL. Yeah. And then it retore, you know, about a year after that. So she has missed the last two years of action. Yeah. And she's now, I believe, in, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, she's, she's going to be cleared and primed to come back for volleyball this fall. What has that process been like from, from a family standpoint, from a parent standpoint, having to deal with a kid who wants to get out there and wants to play sports but has just been rehabbing a knee for two years, essentially? That's tough. I mean, it's really tough, you know. I mean, I've been through that twice myself. Two, I didn't know you had yeah, two ACLs. So, I mean, I know how much physical pain it is, but also I know the emotional pain of it, just the battle of, you know. And I mean, it seems weird we're talking about injuries on this on this show, but, I mean, sad news is, is – or sad truth is, is that injuries are a part of being an athlete, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, just, just like, you know, we're talking off air about Derek. I mean, he's, he's got a comeback story and that's what we keep telling Kirsten. Hey, you know, got a, got a, you got a comeback story and it's, it's part of, it's, it's part of it. And, and, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, she's, she's really, she's really just impressed me with her uh just her mental strength through it all i mean there's there of course there's been some some low many low times but mm-hmm. but you know just the way she's just took well, step forward I'm, I'm proud of her what was the process like for her physically to essentially trust her body again i think a lot of people might say a lot of athletes will say that's the toughest part it's not necessarily trusting your mind because your mind wants to be out there it's it's trusting your body that it's not going to break again i'm sure at one point she had to plant her leg and trust that it was going to hold. How did she go about doing that? And I mean, does and does she run or do things differently now? Just the 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 part of the big part of that is just the therapy, you know, and the therapy, uh, this physical therapy that she's done out at the core. They've they've just been great with her, and and you know, all I mean, they've done all like the landing stuff and the takeoff and the stops, and uh, so so I mean. All that is just to just to build up and build you you know build up your muscle, but also build your mental confidence and in in your in your uh, your knee and and but at the same time you know the last couple of weeks she's been dealing with some lack of confidence in it because it's you know kind of swelling on her a little bit and so she's having to take some you know let take her foot off the throttle here a little bit and just maybe not not do that that's probably the hardest part you know with her I mean her mindset she is a I mean she wants to be the hardest worker every time. You know, no matter what room she's in, whether it's her P class with that's it's co-ed or whether it's on the volleyball court or whatever, and and uh, you know, just asking her to take her foot off the throttle just a little bit or to do less, you know, to do yeah. half the reps. I mean, you know, at first she's like, "No, I, I don't need to do that." And now this last couple of weeks, she's like, "Yeah, I better do that." So, well, so, now one thing I actually talked to her about at your banquet is, is she, she going to wear a brace on that? Oh day? yeah, has to. Has to. That is that was, a do- that's doctor's that's orders. doctor's orders since she did it. She did it back to back. You know, mm-hmm. she had the back to back tear. Then it's it's anytime she's in a competition, and that's not just when there's an audience and there's officials. It's ba- the doctor said comp- uh, com- competition basically is like whenever there's, there's if two, you're going two or yeah. two or more. So if you're playing in your in your driveway and there's two or more of you, that's com- it gets competitive. Yeah, better have it on. You know, so mm-hmm. so yeah, she has she has to have that on. And and like like I said, we're you know we're I, I, we're looking for a good comeback story here, and and it's part of being a good teammate. Take care of your body, and and uh, has she gotten yeah. used to it physically having that brace on? Like we're seeing that at the NBA right now. I think it's what Devin Booker has to wear the mask. Yeah, and one thing that Rip Hamilton, the old Pistons right. player who was so famous for that mask, he said is 
you know, to get used to it when he had to wear it initially, don't take it off when you go to the bench. Don't take it yeah. off when you're doing this. You have to get used to it. Is she used to that physical thing on her knee? Not yet, because that, you know, that thing, just the just being strapped so tight, you know, it obviously affects that leg at the end of the day. But then also your other leg bangs up against that metal brace and yeah. <laughs> get some bruises on it. So, you know, there's it's a daily, it's a daily uh Daily battle, but 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 it's worth it if that's if that's what you want to do, you know. So, um, yeah. Let's shift topics a little bit. Let's get off injury and sadness and all. That. Yeah, man. <laughs> and let's let's talk about kind of the state of the SEK league uh, in on the boys basketball side. I, I think the league's going to be as I think the league's going to be as balanced as it maybe's ever been. And part of the reason I say that is one, I don't feel like there's a true top dog in the league this year, and I don't feel like there's going to be a true bottom feeder in it either. I think you're going to see. I mean, I think the team that finished with the worst record in league play last year was Independence, and they have maybe the yeah. league's best big. Yeah. So I mean, that, that provides problems. Mm-hmm. So looking, the way I want to phrase this question to you is. Let's take you guys and Pittsburgh out of the equation because you guys in Pittsburgh have won the last five league titles. So to me, when you're asking me to pick a, you know, do a league poll or whatever, it's kind of, well, it's either going to be Parsons or Pittsburgh and then I'll pick everybody else because it's, it's, it's been their show for a while now. Who's going to be, who do you think is going to be that team outside of you two that is going to be the most dangerous? The one or two teams that you feel like might uh, take the biggest leaps forward this year? Well, um, you know, you, you mentioned Independence, and they got the, you know, they got Easton Ewing, yeah, the best, probably, the, you know, probably be the best big man in the in our league. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, returning anyway. So, so we'll see how that that that'll obviously be a threat that that most of us other teams, uh, you know, don't have. haven't haven't <laughs> proved yet. I guess you know yeah. him being an all league player coming back like that, so he's proven. So. Um, you know, then so that that'll be a threat there. But as far as the other two teams, I really believe that Chanute and Aldemont will be. You know, they'll be very tough, and that's I say that because you know they beat us last year and they didn't graduate anybody. So, yeah. well, Beck, um, I, I do like how Bradley Argerbright is, is kind of running his program. He, he, he his schemes and his approach is not overly complicated. I think coaches that go in and try to rebuild their there is such a thing as overcoaching and just overdoing it. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to put some faith into some kids and say, hey, you know. You know, yeah. let, let's do this thing. And I think he's done a good job with that. And I think you, you see that in Eli Huston. You know, he's given that kid the green light, and he's one of the more dangerous players in the league. Right. You, but you're, I think my pick is one of the, the other one you said. I think if I was picking number three in my poll, it's Chanute. They, they bring back. I'm pretty now, sure they bring back their four or five leading sco- top leading scores from a year ago or something like four well, or five. I mean, the only, the only, I mean, they do. And, and the only reason why I might even give the nods to Altamont there is because now the Coombs kid, I believe is going uh, West with his dad. His, mm. his dad was the college coach there at yeah. Neosho and he got the co- He got the job at Barton, correct? I think something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. He got the job at Barton. So, the, the the word is that 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 uh, you know Carter, which is going yeah hits his, Carter was a good yeah, kid yeah yeah so that I mean you know I think they're obviously going out there with their dad I believe their parents out there and, that and way, that's so. certainly a loss there were more there was more oh yeah him. yeah oh, they've yeah. got he I was, mean they've they've got some nice pieces and 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 their team and, and a couple of them are going to be just sophomores mm-hmm. but then um, the the Custer kid. Uh, I mean the one that's got, there's the one that's going to be a senior and a sophomore I mean yeah. they're 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 good athletes and everything, you know, great baseball players, basketball players, so just just good competitors and all around and 
And uh, hell, they proved they could shoot the lights out against oh, yeah. guys that one game. Oh, yeah. We know they can shoot the three, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? They hit 15 in one game against yep. you guys? Oh, yeah, my 15 goodness. threes. And you know, Chanute's one of the only teams that beat, uh, was it Chanute and Fort Scott, I think, they last year that, that both beat Pittsburgh. So, yeah. so you know. They're, they're they're dangerous. There seems there's no there's there's gonna. I, I was telling our guys this the other day. I don't think there'll be a team. I mean, I doubt there'll be a team that 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 is not, uh, that is undefeated in our league this year. So what? There's seven teams in the league. So a 14 game league schedule. Yeah. If I ha- my guess is 11 wins will win the league next so, year. Yeah. Which means three losses. Yeah. And and I mean we've already yeah. been. I've already heard it's out there. You know, people people are already saying, well, hey. Uh, you know, Independence has the best big man in the league. You couldn't stop him. And, and Chanute and Aldemont both beat you guys last year, and they get everybody back. You know, mm-hmm. Coffville has a new coach with, with some up-and-coming kids and all this, and so that leaves you in Fort Scott. So a lot of people are saying since we've graduated so much, you know, year after year after year and another good class this past year, then, you know, but that's okay. We like it that way too. And That kind we'll, of flies uh, in the face of, basic history which is you guys have been to the sub-state finals every year that i've been here which is seven full seasons and i believe you've made state five of those you've made state five of those years i know that i don't know what you did the year before i got here but which would have been 2013 14 yeah that was a long time ago that wasn't the best year for us fair enough but But, uh, i mean to go to state five times in eight seasons that is an accomplishment and in the seven seasons that i've been here you've the, the two that you didn't, you made the sub-state finals. Yeah. So every year that you've been here, or that I've been here, Parsons Boys Basketball has won a playoff game. That it, well, You know, has won a game facing the end of their season. That is, I, I think if that was the bar, if, you, if, if I was an athletic director and you came to me and you said, my bar is to win a postseason game every year, I'd be like, okay, well, you're one of the best. You're, we're going to have one of the best programs in the state then, and I'm going to be comfortable with that. Yeah. So to me, it's hard to put. I'm not going to put Parson. I'm not going to put you guys down below. I'm not putting you guys down below second in my league poll. Yeah. Until until something happens, because I, and I think you guys have. You certainly have good talent coming back. We know Paxson's going to be a good player. I mean, you, you hear. I'll let you go on what you think you have coming back and what what the identity of Parsons might look like coming this winter. Well, and you know, we just kind of got done with our June here, a pretty active period for our basketball and. Uh, um, wrap that up with the jamboree at Winfield and uh you know our seniors showed what showed us what they're we're, we're gonna we're gonna get some good stuff out of out of Paxton and Cedric and we know that and um you know we got we got we got a few big men in that group as well so Hunter Brownwell and and then uh uh, uh Isaiah Tyson and Zach Cowan so um Isaiah Tyson's an interesting piece oh yeah there yeah he's he he'll be so very that, physical that, that really add some depth for us you know mm-hmm. as far as production and, and minutes we're really looking for big things out of that class from Paxton and Cedric and they're they're two returning uh, lettermen mm-hmm. so so that's that's encouraging for us you know and then and then our our junior right now that we're really looking to get you know I mean that and that's our other returning letterman is Jesse Jones so Jesse's Jesse's just I mean he's I mean what a track season he had you know and mm-hmm. just been challenging him to uh, not just be one of the best players on our team, not one of the best players in the league, but I want him to be one of the best players in the state, you know, next year. So, and I think he will be one of the so, best players I mean, in the state. Can, He's going to be a problem to and, match and up the, with. And the great thing is, is that it's, it's how well he can shoot it. You know, I mean, he's he's really he's really shooting the ball well. If we can get him and Paxton shooting it well, and then the other junior that I think is going to step in and and he won't, won't be a surprise to us, but 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 um, 
you know, it's it's one that that our that our league hasn't all seen on the on the varsity floor anyway, and that's that's in Joe Page. You know, he's mm-hmm. big six five. I don't know two thirty five probably. And he can shoot a little he bit too. He can shoot the boogers out of it. Yeah, he can really shoot it. So when you got a kid that big that can Stressful. really shoot it, and yeah, yeah. So so and then and then the group that I'm that I'm real excited about, and I told the I told this at the banquet the other day. You know, the last year when they were freshmen, we were we were excited to see them go home you know because this <laughs> this group of sophomores as freshmen boy they they they, 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 yeah. they can push your buttons man in a hurry but i tell you what i love the way this group of sophomores is competing i mean they we're gonna have some sophomores this year help us win varsity basketball games and, if and i'm excited that, about that and if you feel that pressure internally to hold on to your spot that makes yeah. you a better team oh yeah some of the some of the teams that are just the most problematic plagued out there yeah. are the ones where no where nobody on the roster feels like they're gonna yeah. lose their spot. Right. So but, we we've we've you know like like I said about those big men in the senior class, you know, it's gonna give us some depth. Boy, these sophomores that are they're they're just man, they're just competitors. They're gritty, just a gritty bunch. You know, JJ Kendrick, Trey Mack, Jamarion Washington, I mean they're they're those those are three that that, that lead that group, you know, and and uh man yeah, they're 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 a gritty bunch, and they're they're gonna they're gonna really add some depth to our team, and and uh, hopefully help us keep it going. There we go. Well, hey, Coach Hout, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you uh, doing it on a late notice. Uh, I was traveling to the Shrine Bowl, watch Tanner Barkus, and so I I just I was crunched for time to get a guest on on the radio this weekend. But I appreciate you coming in. Uh, good luck to your season. Good uh-huh. luck uh, down the stretch, and good luck to Kirsten playing volleyball. Finally, get to see her back in action that'll be fun this fall all right thank you for having me and also thanks again for uh helping out at the banquet there you go sean helps us out uh we had we had 10 since we put two senior classes together was it 10 pictures 10 10 10 of those posters yeah Yeah. we put together 10 senior posters together so that you you did a great job and thank you for your help on that thank you and i'll keep giving my opinions as you so like to point (laughs) out uh thanks again for coach how coming in that'll do it for the war room i'm sean fry everybody stay safe